Hey, how's it going? Josh here from Tech with Josh, and this is episode number eight of Tech with Josh. This episode is titled Cloud Gaming. This episode, we are going to look at different aspects of technology, gaming. So what is cloud gaming? Cloud gaming is when you stream your games to your console, computer, phone, things of that nature from an off-site computer or server. So essentially, if you have a computer, like a gaming computer, you could stream to your phone, tablet, laptop, using the Steam app as the source with Steam Link or a service such as Moonlight. But I don't want to talk about using your own equipment to stream your own games. I want to talk about pay for services where you pay a company to stream their games, to use their computers to do the heavy lifting. But why would you pay for cloud gaming service? Well, a game, AAA game, is normally 50 or $60. And cloud gaming gives you access to the game without paying that upfront cost. Say you want to buy Forza for Xbox. You could get Game Pass and just pay the monthly subscription for it. And if you have a lower-end computer, say you didn't have the money to buy a gaming laptop for $1,500 grand or a gaming computer, you have a workstation, a regular laptop, five, six hundred dollars, or even a Chromebook, you can stream the games on there because all of the workload is being offset onto the server or the computer you're streaming it from. So you don't need to have a dedicated graphics card, things like that. No, your current computer can stream it through a browser. So right now there's two main services they offer cloud gaming at a cost, which are GeForce Now and Microsoft Game Pass. PlayStation has its own thing, but it's not as widespread. So we're going to talk on these about these two right now. So GeForce Now has three tiers. There's a free tier that you could play for free. You don't have to pay for it. But in one session, you can only play nonstop for one hour. You get a normal rig, as they call it, which means you're going to get maximum of 30 FPS. FPS is frames per second. The higher, the smoother the game is, things like that, especially for competitive games like Call of Duty, Fortnite, Counter-Strike, things like that. You want more frames. And the it's not 1080p, it's 720p. And don't expect high graphic fidelity, so don't expect to be playing on ultra-high graphics, maybe low to medium. And you're on a regular queue. So there's no priority. You can't skip a line or anything like that. But for $9.99, you basically have that pass at Disney World where you go on the express line and skip everybody who didn't pay for that. Other thing in the priority lane, you also get up to six hours of gaming per session before getting kicked off. And you can stream up to 100, uh, 1080p and up to 60 FPS for 10 more than that. So doubling the price. So $19.99 a month, you get the 120 FPS, which I almost said for that one, and you can game in 4K. And the big selling point is you have a RTX 3080, which is a higher end graphics card by by itself. If you were to purchase that when it came out, it was about $900 to $1,000 MSRP. And you're in an exclusive lane for that. The 3080 lane. So you're not in the standard or premium pass. You're in the preferred lane. And with this, you can only go on these servers. So that's, that's, that's GeForce Now to Xbox, Microsoft, Game Pass.
three tiers, none of them free. So you have a tier for console and PC. They're both $9.99 a month. You get access to over 100 games that they advertise, oh, we're always adding new games. So like the Persona series just came to Game Pass, things like that. If you have the PC version, you also get access to the EA Play Cloud Gaming platform. And with the PC, you're going to play on your PC. With the console one, you're going to play on the console. But if you have both PC and console, it's $15 a month. And it also gives you that Xbox Gold membership, which is for their online access. So as I said before, Cloud Gaming is a cheaper alternative than buying all the games you want to play each time they come out. Because a new title is $60 or $50 depending. And if you can get the Persona games, for example, Persona 5, $60 a month. Xbox Cloud Gaming, $15 if you have the highest tier. Then if you buy Persona 4, maybe that's 30 things like that. They add up. So it might be cheaper that way, but guess what? Just because a lot of people are cloud gaming and it could be cheaper, doesn't mean all cloud gaming platforms are successful. And that's where Google comes in. We know Google has a lot of failed products. Google Plus, Google Hangouts, you know? Google Glass, Google Lens, there's so many. But you know what else they had? A cloud-based streaming service called Stadia. So, Stadia, the price was the same, $10 a month. But the problem with Stadia is you had to have certain hardware to play it. Whereas you can download Xbox Game Pass on your PC, your Xbox, things like that. Google doesn't have a console. And to play it on your TV, you have to have a Chromecast Ultra. Sure, you might have one, but most of the people didn't. I had one. And you have to have a specific Stadia controller. So if you didn't have a controller and you didn't have the Chromecast, a starter pack was $130 upfront cost. I was lucky enough to get one for free because I have the YouTube Red to try out. And the controller felt nice and everything like that, but there's only one problem. That controller is not like a Xbox One controller, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4 or 5 controller that you can use on any device. No, that controller is locked down to the Stadia service. So what does that mean? Well, Stadia is shutting down, so if you have a controller like I do, you can't use it anymore because it was only for Stadia. As of the time of recording this, there's no way to unlock it to be used as a regular Bluetooth controller for your iPad, Android tablet, phone, nope. It's just a paperweight. So, now, let's talk about what inspired, inspired this episode. The Logitech G Cloud. What is the Logitech G Cloud? It is... Android cloud gaming platform. Right now, as of recording this, the price is $350 on Amazon, Best Buy, Logitech's on site. And it runs mid-level Android specs. Snapdragon 7 series, things like that, 64 gig, microSD. And it has a controller built in on the side, left and right, like a switch, but they can't be taken off. And it just plays Android games and is meant for cloud gaming with GeForce Now or the Game Pass. There's only one problem with this. 
certain games you can't use the built-in controllers. With Call of Duty Mobile or Genshin Impact, you have to use the on-screen controls and guess what? Those controllers don't come off so you're playing it awkwardly. You can't gain access to it. And then it's cloud-based gaming. So you need to be at, connected to the internet. There's no 5G or 4G modem built in, and there's no Wi-Fi sit, so it's sit-c, it's Wi-Fi 5. So you have to be connected to play. But this raises a question in my eyes or ears. Why wouldn't you just get a tablet? You can get a cheap Galaxy tab for two or $300, or an iPad starting out. Last year's model for 349 or the new one for foreign change. Why wouldn't you do that? Well, Razer, the gaming peripheral company said, that's a good question. So they said, here you go. Here's our Razer Edge. What is a Razer's Edge? It's an Android tablet with a Razer Kishi, which is their controller that gets attached to your phone or tablet, stretches to attach. That's all that I say that is. And guess what? $399. But then they took it a step further. Hey, you get the Founders Edition, $499, and you just get wireless headset, or you get the 5G Edition, which is another $200 on top of that, to get 5G access so you can game on the go, because like I said, you need internet to cloud game. But you also have to have a monthly subscription to only Verizon Wireless. So now, let me ask you a question. You're taking a flight. You don't want to pay for in-flight Wi-Fi. Or you're in New York City, you're taking the train, subway. You get service between stops. If you're lucky, it's going to be slow. You get the Wi-Fi, but guess what? What are you going to do between stops? Stop playing? The downfall to cloud gaming is the reliance on the internet. I talk about how the internet's changing, how we're going streaming, things like that. But gaming as a whole, you can't do it yet because... Cloud gaming, even with a great connection, there's an input lag where you press a button and there's a slight delay. For some games, you might not feel that as much, but if you're playing fast-paced action games, like a shooter, you're going to get shot and maybe lose your life in the game. Or if you're making a jump in a platformer, you might time it wrong because of that delay. There was a video I watched a couple days ago where someone was reviewing Switch game, Nintendo Switch a lot of the new games that the Switch hardware cannot handle is through streaming, cloud based games and there's an audio delay, where you do something and then it's like an old martial arts movie, 5 seconds later the sound comes in so it doesn't match up the lips, stuff like that so now let's talk about what I'm doing so I'm personally not into cloud gaming or subscriptions as you should know. If you listen to books by Josh or read any of my posts. But I have a Valve Steam Deck. They just became available for the general mass to get it without getting a reservation. Sure, it costs a lot more for the same thing you're getting with the Razer Cloud Gaming 349 Steam Deck for 64 gig with 
the base model is 399 or 500 with the middle tier. Was it like 700 for the higher tier? But it's running Linux. It has a desktop class operating system. Linux is like Windows or Mac. It's just open source. And you can game. It has the power of a PS4 or Xbox One built in. Battery is not the greatest, but if you have a big gaming library on Steam, you can play most of them on here. And you can also throw Windows, Windows on there, and you can do the same thing with an AMY, Neo, things like that. But they cost about $1,000. Sure, they have more powers, but it's not as smooth, things like that. But the handhelds are catching up to the last-gen consoles. I remember Game Boys, or <laughs> Game Gears. The Steam Deck looks like a Game Gear. Sits batteries back then. And it did not have an... The same amount of power as a Genesis or Master System, if you think about it. But that's just technology is evolving. But as of the moment, I don't think cloud gaming is there just yet. Until 5G is more adopted, widespread, and you can get it on all of these devices. Because sure, you can run a hotspot from your phone. But if you ever ran a hotspot with 5G, you would know that would destroy your phone's battery life. Because 5G alone takes up so much power. Hotspots will overheat your phone. You might get the iPhone dimming issue when you reach a certain temperature, even with the Samsungs. That has to lower the screen brightness and throttle your processor. And those are problems you have if you run hotspot in 5G. Sure, T-Mobile Home Internet 5G does overheat too, but not as much. But the thing is, you can't cloud game anywhere you want to go. T-Mobile offers free in-flight Wi-Fi. If you have that, great, you could cloud game on the plane, but not all of us have that. So if, right now, my take on cloud gaming, it's great if you're not leaving the house. If you're gaming and on a budget, you might want to take a look at cloud gaming, get a deal, maybe a trial GeForce Now for free, pay a dollar for the first month of Xbox Game Pass for the Ultimate or the PC one, and see how it treats you. But for me, it's a no-go. Thank you for seeing through this episode. See you guys in the next one.